What is up, guys? We are dudes next door. Say your names. My name is DJ Mitchell, and Dakota's built like the main character from Recess. My name is Dakota. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Dakota, and fuck Bill O'Brien. Oh, uh, my name's Devin, and uh, fuck the Houston Astros. Cheating bastards. I hate the Houston Astros. Also, Devin. shout out to Jordan Conley. Oh, Jordan. This episode's especially for him. But today, we're back. We're back. We've been gone for a minute. Not too long. So about a week and a half, I think. Yeah, yeah close, close to you. But, we're, but we're, we're back. A little vacation, you know. Been doing real hot girl shit. Been, we've been chilling in the Bahamas. DJ did blow off my ass. It was a lot of fun. It's a lot of blow for a lot but, of ass. Um, today is going to be our, our first uh, fantasy football uh, episode. Football is finally fucking here. Thank God. Uh, our we're going to put out an episode here soon about you know NBA free agency and uh, recover uh, cover all that and everything that's going on over there. But um, we just really wanted to get into football. We have a uh, a review on the movie Old coming up, and probably one over Space Jam. So just letting y'all know uh, what's coming in the f- near future. But today we're going to jump right into football because football is just uh, that that's our shit. That's where we want to be. So, <clears throat> foosball. Like, like 11 foosball. days. Foosball. You know, 11 days? Oh, I thought it was 11 days since our last episode. Oh, no, no. It's been like, yeah, close oh. to 11 days. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yes. Because um, uh, start with the thing that we're going to really, you know, we're going to cover. If you're new to fantasy football, I would suggest you listen to us. You know, don't come and blame us for how your team does, injuries, none of that shit. We're responsible for absolutely fucking none of it. Don't listen to us if you don't want to. We're just here to give out suggestions and talk like, re- you know, idiots. Yeah, so. and if you still lose after that, it's because you suck. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, just don't suck. But um, we're going to preview, you know, the top of the draft order, I think, right here. Um, I'm going to break down... You know, obviously, if you have the first pick in your draft, you're taking Christian McCaffrey, like fucking Dakota here. Yep. Unfortunately, hey, listen, he don't work every year. I promise. Li- you. Listen, listen. The first pick is supposed to have infinite possibilities of who you should take. And you're fucking yeah, up. it's not, not fun. It's not fun if you don't get to choose. How is I, it not fun? You won the Christian McCaffrey sweepstakes. Okay. Yeah. Remember when David Johnson? Uh, was first pick like five years ago and he tore his ACL week three. David Johnson wishes that he was half of what Christian McCaffrey is. I mean, Christian McCaffrey played like what four or five games last year and is unanimously the number one pick in every single draft this year. Everyone, I mean, yeah, man's a monster. If if you luck out and get the number one pick in one of your leagues, whoever's listening, and you don't pick him, you yeah, you deserve to lose. Yeah, you deserve to lose. Yeah. I don't care if Christian McCaffrey gets hurt week three and doesn't play for the rest of the year. You should still, you know, you still should have picked him. Don't be bragging to your friends like, oh, I've seen that coming. You know, you're fucking stupid. Yeah, DJ. Now, fuck y'all. I dealt with that last year. Fuck that. I, I'm not. <laughs> I caught I'm DJ's, good on that. I caught one of DJ's few games with Devontae Adams and Christian McCaffrey, and them combined dropped like 82 on my ass. Yeah, I mean. Great, great duo. It was a really good duo. I think it, uh, I mean, that. Devonta Adams is going to be the number one receiver selected in most drafts this year. There's probably be, you know, some Kansas City fans out there that take Tyreek Hill over Devonta Adams. I could see that happening. Fucking uh, Kansas City fans. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
But what we're really going to break down, who this is really for, if you hold a pick from like second to fifth, we're going to kind of give our input here on who we think you should take. Because there's really, there's not a whole lot separating the guys in second to fifth. It really becomes preference at that point. But, um, Dakota, if you were picking second, let's say you swapped with our friend Jordan. Hi, Jordan. It's not, not, not that you're listening, buddy. Um, if you were to swap with him, who would you take in second? Uh, I guess the question is more who would I not take, and I'll not take Saquon Barkley again. He fucked me last year. Uh, I would probably take Derrick Henry. You know, even though no, he no, is... no, 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 no. Put some respect on that's big dick Derrick Henry. Oh, sorry. Big dick Derrick Henry. Yeah, he does drop like three touchdowns, 220 yards twice a season whenever he plays. Yeah, Texas. he plays, He plays. you know, he plays Houston, and he just wants to completely just obliterate that franchise. Uh, he's got close to it. It's, it's, it's smoldering. It's something personal, it feels like, with him and the Texans. I mean, yeah. Uh, for a, Shitty organization, do you blame him? Yeah, yeah don't listen, blame him. Listen, shitty organization for a shitty dude, okay? Yeah, yeah. Uh, they, uh, I, but, I'm not gonna um, lie. At the number one pick for a few minutes, I was like, "Nah, dude." Like Christian McCaffrey, I get that you are the number one pick, but I might pick Derrick Henry. And you know that <laughs> sense of uh, mania shortly went away, and I was like, "Nah, I'll be a fucking idiot." Here's here's the thing with Derrick Henry. Okay, every year he gets kind of slipped on. All right. He's even being, in my opinion, he slept on this year because I agree with Dakota. I would, if I was the second pick, I would pick Derrick Henry. But every year it feels like, you know, everybody's like, oh, he can't catch out of the backfield. And I get that. That's completely understandable. If you want to take Dalvin Cook or Alvin Kamara, that I get that. All right. But when we get to the middle of the season and the guy that's putting up 25 plus each week is Derrick Henry, don't, don't, don't come back to me and tell me that I was right. I knew I was right. All right, Derrick Henry, from midseason on, is the best running back in the league, even in fantasy. When it gets colder, Derrick Henry is the best in the entire league. Yeah. That's in regular football. That's in fantasy football. It doesn't matter. Yeah, like November the 12th through February, he's the best one on the field. How do you know it's going to be November 12th? Hold on, tell me that. I don't know. I'm just picking a nice nice cold date. That was very specific. I'm interested. Could have just said November, stupid. Carry on, Devin. Sorry. I mean, it could still be a little warm, you know. Shut up. Second November. DJ, who do you? If you had a second pick, DJ, you have you have fifth. You two are in this conversation. I got fucked. You know, if nobody really understands what we're getting at here, we have our own friend league. Obviously, if you haven't caught on by now, I got fucked with the eighth pick. You know, hooray me! But oh, Dakota and DJ here. That's one in five. So, uh, DJ, that pick gets a little. You know, eh, down the line, but he gets, you know, he's at least going to get a top running back. So if you had the second pick, who would you take? All right. So, I mean, Derrick Henry's not a bad choice, but I'm I'm a fan of what Kamara is going to be doing this year. Or I, really, I was leaning towards Alvin Cook for a good minute, and I still kind of am. The man's a fucking absolute monster. But as me, like, as we've talked and you've talked about, is injuries, possibilities, and shit. Kind of lean away from shit like that because I suck when it comes to injuries and me and fantasy football. It's fucking just hand in fucking hand and stupid. So anybody with a fucking potential, I don't even like my players to be on the field half the time, really. But 
Honestly, if I'm if I'm taking the second pick, I'm probably going with Derrick Henry nowadays. It's still tough for me because I really I really like Kamara. That's one of my favorites yeah. there. Yeah, I, I understand the Dalvin Cook hype. Dalvin Cook, when he's on the field, is an absolute animal. Deserves to be a top five pick. Deserves arguably to be the second pick overall. I just his he misses games here and there. And the thing is, and I know there's a lot of guys in the top. Chris McCaffrey obviously like um, missed most of the season last year, but Dalvin Cook, you know, I feel like it's happening back to back seasons where he's just missed a considerable amount of time. And is I'm pretty sure it's with foot and ankle injuries. I can't remember if one was a knee injury, but it's it's very substantial stuff to a running back. And I just don't feel comfortable taking him there. I had much I'd much rather take Derrick Henry or Alvin Kamara. Now I'm not saying don't take Dalvin Cook at two. He could come out and have a fucking great year. Do what you want, but I just I would feel way more comfortable having Derrick Henry or Alvin Kamara. Yeah, I, I mean I really like Alvin Kamara there, honestly. That's uh, that's one of my favorite players to honestly watch. Especially in fantasy, he's just a monster when it comes to points too. The man gets a lot of yards there oh, yeah. where and, you really need it. In regular football, Alvin Kamara is great to watch. I love Alvin Kamara. Watching him on watching him on Sundays is great. He's so much fun to watch. He you know he's got his grill in. He's just badass man. I love Alvin mm. Kamara. <clears throat> but I I feel kind of DJ the fifth pick this year is not is kind of confusing. Um, you're getting that you're in that weird little slot there, where people are deciding whether they want to take Saquon, Zeke, Nick Chubb. You know, uh, who else is in that little spot? Is that really it? Like the three, <clears throat> the three like main last running backs there. You know, I, I mean, guess you yeah. could argue Jonathan Taylor, Jonathan. Yeah, that's right, Jonathan Taylor. But we'll get to Jonathan. Aaron Taylor. Jones. Aaron Jones, Aaron, yeah. Aaron, Aaron Jones, and from what I've seen from most mock drafts, Aaron Jones and uh, fucking uh, oh, what's his name, Eckler, out in uh, Los Angeles. Uh, they're kind of going, they're kind of right down there, like eleven and ten. Yeah, ten. Not really 11. going that high. I feel like if you draft, I'm not too. I'm never, I'm never big on Aaron Jones, man. Seems to bite me in the ass if you're. I never take him. Off and on, he's a hit or miss. Yeah, I feel like, well, that offense. You know. It, it goes where Aaron Rodgers takes it, and if he's hot that night, then I just don't see Aaron Jones getting a whole lot of touches, you know. Yeah, but. exactly. Which I mean, after this season, maybe Aaron Jones becomes the you know top top five pick. We'll never know. We'll find out next season. Next episode of Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, but yeah, that that fifth pick is. Uh, I kind of feel for you on that one. That's the most confusing one out of all of them in the top five, like by far. I feel like top top four is set, basically, right? You would think, unless somebody reaches with somebody that they really like. Yeah, um, or like you got you got one CMC, two, three, and four is going to be Cook, Kamara, Henry, Henry in any you know, order. You know, yeah, I was say in any, in any order, we don't know where it's going to fall. It's just it's literally just preference. But you get down to DJ's pick at five, boy, and it gets a little more confusing. Yeah, I mean. You could get Zeke, uh, Barkley. You could reach for Taylor, Eckler, or Jones. I feel like that's a little bit of something. Or no, you... Nick Chubb. I feel like that's a safe okay. bet. I mean, that's a good one. Or I've... if if you wanted, you could jump up and get Devontae Adams. Yeah, uh, boy, I is... wouldn't risk it. I wouldn't risk it that high. I think in most mock drafts that I've done – 
By the way, you can do mock drafts on a, another app called Draft Wizard on iPhone. I'm not sure what it's called on Android. Shout out to Alex Dory for recommending us that. He will also be in on these episodes probably uh, closer we get to football season if we can get him in here. Um, but in most mock drafts that we've done, that I've done, um, Travis Kelsey is going way higher than he should be. Like, I'm talking like seventh or eighth. Yeah. And I just Oof. don't see that happening in our draft. I don't see it happening in a lot of drafts. Um, especially with other tight ends, like you got Waller, you got Kittle, you got Mark Andrews. I just don't see people going that high and reaching for Kelsey that much. The only people who's going to go for Kelsey in a top 10 pick are, Drew Kansas, Miller. City, are Kansas City fans. <laughs> but, I'm sorry, never mind. Patrick Mahomes is going before Kelsey with Drew. We don't, I don't ever get to sniff Patrick Mahomes. None of us do. Uh, I just pretend like Patrick Mahomes isn't even draftable. I mean, that's all right, because I would rather not sniff Pat Mahomes and still have a better record. So, Shots fired. But, uh, yeah, I mean, top five-wise, you know, just going back to the fifth pick for a second, if you have the fifth pick in your draft, we have a 12-man league, so, you know, I don't know. If you have a 12-man league, you know, a 10-man league, you're going about even out about around the same. But, um. We have a 12-man league, so at the fifth pick, if you've got a 12-man league and at the fifth pick, I would personally lean more towards Nick Chubb. I think Zeke and Saquon are both gambles. Um, the only gamble with Zeke is if Dak stays healthy. Once Dak went down, Zeke was just – Zeke was a liability. Uh, everybody that owns Zeke, including myself, just shipped him off. Now, now, you need to give a spoiler alert. We all know why you're saying don't pick Zeke at five. It's because you hmm. want him at eight. <laughs> listen, listen. <laughs> If I'm at five, but realistically, if I'm at five, I'm iffy on it. But if he falls to me at eight, I'm okay with that. That's better than I'm projected anyway. I'm projected really to have the first crack at like Devontae Adams or Tyreek Hill. Probably not going to take either one of them. I mean, no, I don't blame you, but yeah, no. But if he falls to me at eight, I won't. I won't bitch at all. I mean, I feel like I, you know, I feel like I really need to take him there. It, it'll be between him and Eckler, probably. Uh, on who I'm feeling there, but all right. Well, here, here's a quick question: Would you take Antonio Gibson over like Aaron Jones or Eckler if you're a I late would, pick? I would take Antonio Gibson over. I would take yeah. I would take Aaron Gib- Antonio Gibson over Aaron Jones. Yeah, not Eckler though. Not Eckler. I wouldn't. Eckler <laughs> is an absolute. He is one of the best receiving backs in the entire league. How do y'all feel about Josh Jacobs though? His he is splitting snaps with Kenyon Drake now. Yep. Um. Mm. That really hurt. He is going around, I think, rounds four or five. Um, his round stock four. Fell, his, his stock fell some. Clyde edwards layers stock fell a little bit. Even though Clyde doesn't – there's really no reason for Clyde's stock to drop. There's no reason for Najee to be ranked so high and Clyde to be yeah. a little lower. Um, uh, he's still projected mid-second round. No, so. Nothing's really changed. I mean, last year, if you remember, Clyde was a top-five pick. Yeah. I don't really see why he's not a top-ten pick. I mean, honestly, did Kansas City pick up a running back? That we no, I'm about? pretty sure Le'Veon's gone, and Le'Veon his career is over anyway. Yeah. So, um, I'm pretty sure he's gone. So it's it's really just um, O'Cloud over there, and I really don't see why his stock fell. Maybe due to the injury. Um, I know the production wasn't great in, when he was healthy, but he's a rookie, and they're working him into the system. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, he he's projected 18th pick right now. I think by the end of the year, he's going to be 
Uh, I'd say probably a top 10 running back at the very least. He's another, 14 running back. Another running yeah. back that I think you can get good value out of in the later not, – it's not necessarily later round, but it's not the first two. Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders is kind of there in rounds four or five if you're looking to maybe gamble on a receiver. Uh, I don't have a problem with Miles Sanders down there. I would take Miles Sanders over uh, – I believe Chris Carson's down there. I would take Miles Sanders over Chris Carson. I would almost maybe take Miles Sanders over Antonio Gibson. Uh, fun fact. Uh, I, re- I really like Miles Sanders. And in like the mock PPR uh, 12-man league on ESPN that they did this week, Miles Sanders is in the second round. Really? Yeah. Wow. Well, he's mid to late second round. So That's, you know, that makes sense. That's really where I would put him. I, I can respect that. The, the question is, does them switching from Carson Wentz to Jalen Hurts damage his production because Jalen Hurts is more of a mobile quarterback. Mobile? I don't think it does. They're going to still have to run the ball. Miles is going to get his touches. Yeah, you know, I, I mean... I don't I don't think they're abandoning it. I'm not sure where the Eagles' O-line really is ranking right now. I don't think it was that great last year. I'd, uh, I'd say Wentz is very, pretty much... Yeah, Wentz is pretty much best. on his back for the past two seasons. The, um, at the very best, they're middle of the pack. They're not above 15th. Yeah, they're, they're not that great. But um, we're gonna we're gonna switch gears a little bit here. Now, obviously, in, in in pretty much every league, unless you have somebody who just loves Lamar Jackson, is just a big Ravens fan, or maybe just a big Lamar Jackson fan, or uh, a dumbass. Or I mean, I wouldn't say you're a dumbass if you take Lamar over Patrick Mahomes. I just wouldn't do it. It depends on where you take him. But <clears throat> obviously, Patrick Mahomes is the number one fantasy quarterback. He's gonna be taken as the first quarterback off the board in most leagues. Um, besides, we're just going to throw Patrick Mahomes out. Throw him out. Now, who would you take at quarterback, you know, after Patrick Mahomes, after he's gone off the board? Josh Allen. Josh Allen? You got any reasons Easy. for that, DJ? You just like saying the name. I'm, I mean, I love just saying the name. But, I mean, just look at the Bills line that they have going here. I mean, you have Stephon Diggs, Cole Beasley, that you, I mean, both just great receivers. And other than that, I mean, you still have fucking uh, who who's their uh, one fucking receiver back? God damn it, Devin something. Devin, Devin Singletary. See that, yeah, that yeah. man also takes passes and shit. Uh, who else they have on their team? Damn, yeah, Zach Moss is over there. Zach Moss. The backup to that. They, they have quite backup. a few options, and I mean, Josh Allen can fucking sling that thing, boy. That's one of my favorite quarterbacks to watch in the league right now. Honestly. Even though they're in my, you know, conference over there, but uh, I'm I'm still a fan. I root for them, boy. When when they go on, I'm rooting for them. I, lo- I love watching the Bills play. Mm-hmm. I can okay. I, I, mean, I, I can see that. Dude, oh, look, I, I enjoyed. Josh Allen. I enjoyed Josh Allen. Um, I think he's holding, not holding out right now, but he wants a he wants his contract redone. He wants his rookie deal oh, redone. He deserves that it man to be for redone. Money. Yeah, pay that man. Um. That's the only little bit of worries they might have with him, you know, if that, you know, escalates. I don't think it will. The Bills are smart. They're paying. But uh, Dakota, who would you take? Uh, so Pat, Pat's off the board. Pat's I'm off. Lamar's off the board. Um, you, uh, you can assume that. I don't. I think, I think there's a big gap between Patrick Mahomes. And oh Lamar. yeah, there's just a huge gap. Uh, yeah. I'd probably say Kyler Murray. Like he, he's the best <laughs> of both worlds. Like also can, a great one. He can sling the ball and he can run a lot like Josh Allen. Josh Allen, you know, he's like six six. That man can run. 
Like he's yeah. a fast dude. Yeah, Josh Allen is the best. Yeah, he's the best of both worlds, also, which is something that wasn't really talked about when he was drafted into the league. He was just known for his fucking cannon of an arm well, out of Wyoming. That's that's also because he went to Wyoming. He wasn't out of the SEC or even a Power Five school. Yeah, they're just like, oh. Well, okay. yeah. I mean, but I remember like the draft analysis and everything. All the coverage on him was just about his arm strength. Yeah, and he gets the league and he's running everywhere. Uh, shocked me. I only watched like one or two games of him from college. But one of them was his bowl game. I would, I would definitely go with Kyler Murray. You know, he does have a very stacked offense, even though they lost, you know, a few key key players in the off season. Uh, you still have, you still got DeAndre Hopkins. Like he said, he's going to play, even though he's not getting vaccinated. That man, he's still, you know, top five receiver, arguably top three. Uh, the only thing I don't like about Kyler Murray is he's so small. It's a lot easier for him to get his passes broken up and batted down straight off line just because he can't see over the 6'8 dude who's standing in front of him. Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. Um, I would, I would also say Kyler Murray. He's the one I have down here. I think it's Kyler Murray's year. I think he has a hell of a year. I think this is really his break. He had good numbers last year, but I feel like this is his breakout year. I mean, that offense is looking really good. <clears throat> Got Chase Edmonds over there at running back. I believe they signed another running back, or he's splitting snaps with someone. I can't remember who. But, um, yeah, well, obviously you got DeAndre Hopkins, arguably to me, still the best wide receiver in the league. I don't care about Devontae Adams. DeAndre Hopkins is still the best to me. Um, you got Christian Kirk. You got Larry coming back. You got A.J. Green. I just feel like there's so many options, and he can work so much with his legs. I feel like it's a Kyler Murray type year. I would draft Kyler Murray over Lamar Jackson in a heartbeat. Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. I could definitely get behind that. You guys better hope to God he's not available whenever I, I get to that point. <laughs> I'm not worried about you. I remember last year, me and Alex, Alex Dorf, friend, like I just mentioned, we were sitting, we were talking during the draft. And he really wanted Josh Allen. Like last year, you know, a lot of people predicted it was going to be Josh Allen's breakout year of fantasy, and it was. And here comes Dakota. He was like, man, does anybody need a quarterback ahead of me? I was like, yeah, Dakota does. Dakota doesn't have a quarterback. He's like, fuck. Who does Dakota take? Ends up not being a terrible pick. He takes Aaron Rodgers. Uh, The man had an MVP season. He did. He did have an MVP MVP season, but Josh Allen's fantasy season was so much better. Oh, yeah. Like, like, looking back at it, should have taken Josh Allen. At the same point in time, it's not like I picked, you know, fucking Carson Wentz. Your team was rough last year, though. You yeah. you had a rough year. Right I, made, I, I made it count, though. You know, I fought back. I made it to the playoffs. I lost first round, but still made it. Yeah, you did make it. That's uh, better than the guy who drafted Pat Mahomes. I sure. can't even remember who drafted Pat last year. Was it Drew? Yeah, you was know. Both Drew Miller? Drew. <laughs> you know who drafted him. We're going to have a talk, Drew. If you're listening to this, me and you are going to have a talk. He's not listening. About taking Patrick Mahomes. He does. He's listening. He told me he listens. He's, he asked me the other day when the next podcast was. So oh, shit. Yeah. Shout out, Drew. Shout, shout out, Drew. Um, Yeah, so I, I would definitely take Kyler Murray. I don't think you can really fuck up taking anybody, obviously, second quarterback off the board. I think you can take Lamar Jackson. He'll be okay. Obviously, you take um, – I think Dak – Dak's projection is really – is a lot higher than I thought it was going to be for this year. I wouldn't really take Dak at two, but I could Josh Allen, Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson. Those are the guys you're going to be looking at if you're looking for a quarterback a little bit earlier than some people. Now, if you're looking later for a quarterback, uh, Russell Wilson's stock is not that high this year. 
it's about which is, mid, which is crazy because which is which is crazy because they have an offense, man. They, the, and, DK Metcalf is fixing the mm. oh, he's fixing to rip a new one in the whole yeah. league. And you still got Tyler Lockett there, and it's just mm-hmm. you know, uh, I love Chris Russell Carson Wilson. up, Chris Carson up the backfield. Yeah, Chris Carson up the backfield. Yeah. Let, let let the rust fall to me and see if I don't draft this. You have like three different tight ends that yeah they're gonna split carries but they're all really good at catching the ball so if i land late having to pick a quarterback i, I don't know how y'all feel about this but somebody i've really thought about this year is daniel jones Ugh. this is this is this is danny jones's um this is his make or break year if yeah. he's going to be a starting quarterback in the nfl this is it there's no excuses this year no excuse they have i think he'll be great to add to your bench at least the O line's not that great. It's still it's still pretty shitty. Like Saquon, big reason why a lot of people are avoiding Saquon coming off the ACL and that O line's still not that great. I don't want to talk about it. But Daniel Jones, man, they have a lot of weapons over there. And if he's going to do it, then he's got to have some kind of production this year. Yeah. The turnover's got to come back. I can, I kind of agree with DJ. If you're looking for uh, somebody that nobody really is looking at that could potentially maybe win you a league, Daniel Jones could be that guy. If he yeah. gets up. And is able to to tone back the the you know he fumbles a lot, he, you know he's not the best I, at. They added a lot of new talent. They like, did. They got Kenny yeah. Galladay. Kenny Galladay. That's what I'm saying. I mean, with Kyle Rudolph too. I mean, that, that's a. I feel like that's a Sterling Shepard. Evan Ingram still there, right? Evan Evan Ingram still there, and of course you got Saquon. Kadarius so Tony. They got they got a lot of options there. Like, if if you have your starting quarterback, you know you. Maybe stretched early, you know, around six or above, and it's round ten, and you need a backup for your bye week, or even just in case yours goes down. Yeah, I mean, why not pick up Daniel Jones? Worst thing that happens, he's bust, he sucks, and you gotta I mean, run to the waivers. I mean, I'm choosing him over Cam all day. I'd, oh, Cam can't throw the football. Cam I'd, plays quarterback, can't throw the ball. I'd choose yeah. somebody from the local high school over Cam Newton. When, All right, when, come on now, man. When that's Mac my, that's Jones, my starting quarterback. When Mac Jones comes in, it's going to happen. Cam's not going to play all year. Oh, no. Cam's going to have to have the biggest resurgence ever to play all year. I don't but, understand how Mac isn't already starting. Him Him and Bill Belichick play the same kind of football. Boys an Alabama boy. It's all fundamentals. That's This is this is Bill Belichick's kind of player. And I, I honestly don't see how he's not already. Yeah, I think – I think a lot of people were, including myself, were just kind of pissed that Mac fell that far to the Patriots. Because we're all sick of the Patriots. Unless you're a Patriots fan, we're fucking tired of New England Patriots. And then here comes this dude who is like cookie cutter directly for New England. Just fits the mold perfect as Mac Jones. When Cam gets replaced by Mac in fantasy, you know, in, in real football, and that affects fantasy, the waiver wire is going to go fucking crazy, I feel like. Like, and, you know, Bill could also be using this. Look at the quarterbacks who got drafted and started their first season on a team that, let's be fair, they're not great. They're not a bad team. They're not a great team. Daniel Jones sucked suck ass. Uh, a young quarterback's best friend is a tight end. Well, yeah. They have, they have two of the top ten to top eight actual tight ends in the league on their team. Jesus Christ, yeah, they with, picked up Jonu Smith. Jonu Smith and Hunter Henry. Yes, sir. So, you Jesus throw, Christ. you have Mac throw into them consistent, consistently, boy, I would, I, I think, I think Mac Jones could end up being 
uh, you know, if he gets in soon enough, maybe if it's even like a Justin Herbert situation, you know, not necessarily because, oh, Tyrod Taylor got his lung punctured. But, you know, where he gets in soon enough, he could be the rookie quarterback of the year. He could be. Uh, I, I could see it. But while we're also talking about Patriots players like that, it's, I don't want could, to. could be great. I, I just – no, hear, hear me out. Late round, I'm telling people right now, this is going to be Damian Harris's year. He, he is going to be a phenomenal pick, I feel like. The problem I'm with New England and their running backs, right? I had Damian Harris last year. Traded him off. Everybody told me I was stupid because he just got back. He ended up not doing shit. I got, I got decent value out of him. Uh, the problem is, is that there's, there's James White. There's Damian Harris. I would say Damian is probably the better of all of them. But he's still got a split with James, Sony Michelle. Uh, I don't think y'all re-signed Rex Burkhead. I think he might be in Miami now. I'm not 100% sure. Uh, yeah, I'm positive he is. Almost um, positive. Yeah, because DJ wants you still to murder got, him. But you still got three running backs there who are going to be splitting snaps. So I agree with some value. You know, where he's at, it's not bad. But don't expect him to, like, come through and, and, and be a starter. I wouldn't. Maybe may a flex at most. To, to help DJ's argument on this one, though. I did read something the other day where Bill came out and said, not for sure that Damien's going to be the number one and he won't be splitting as many carries as the past few years, but someone did say that he he liked the look of Damien this season so far, like in the OTAs and the training camp, and it's likely that he was going to see increased uh, touches because of that for the first time in you know however many years since they've had a solid single or even duo of running back. So yeah, you you might want to look into him if you you know got a spare pick. You got everybody you want, you know, around thirteen, fourteen. He's still there. Damn. Yeah, that's about where he's gonna go. That's about. Get it. the man ten. Come on. No, he ain't going ten. Shit. Ah, doubt it. You can reach for him that high. You you can. Yeah, go ahead, you, DJ. You pick like a few picks ahead of me. Somebody's gonna fall to me then. So nah. Yeah, no, no, no. Pick him ten. No, no, no. I, I got, I got my, I, I, I know my couple late picks that I really Hell. want. Pick him eight. Hoping's gonna fall. Pick him eight. Nah, I ain't picking him eight. Fuck that. Hell no. I don't like him that much. It's my boy, but fuck that. I'm trying to win. If you guys had a choice. All right, so you need a tight end. Well, you don't need a tight end, but you see them both there, and you're like, boy, I don't know which one to pick. Who would you rather have? Would you rather have Darren Waller or George Kittle? Ooh. Because right now, and it's getting maybe a little controversial, Darren Waller is projected to go higher than Kittle. Well, DJ. Probably because Waller had a stellar season last year and Kittle was hurt for the majority of it, but – I mean, still old Georgie boy, man. I was gonna say you can't, you can't bring <laughs> think, that, can't bring I that think... injury into account when you pick and choose. You can't be like, oh, George Kittle was injured last year. That's why he's not. Well, I'm not, I'm not saying like you should throw it in there. You know, uh, between the two, it's just projection wise. That's probably you know more likely why Waller is is ahead of Kittle. No, no, the, but the reason I bring that up is you can't pick and choose on that. Is because the ESPN mock draft for this week. Yeah, they have Darren Waller ahead of George Kittle, and that could be the argument is that George Kittle was injured, injured last year. They have Saquon going fourth in front of Derrick Henry. Like, you would they... have to be – you would have to be out of your fucking mind to take Saquon over Derrick Henry. Like, 
Saquon and Daniel Jones both are going to be running for their fucking lives. That O line is is not great. It's not good. But yeah, I would probably take Kittle too. I, oh yeah, I, I I'm leaning towards Waller. Georgie. I I love Darren Waller, man. Darren Waller helped me out tremendously two years ago. I, I always play the fucking waiver wire with tight ends, and Darren Waller helped me out tremendously a couple years ago. So did Kittle the year before that. So that's it's it's odd that they're both up there. But, uh, um, I put I picked Georgie boy. I would take Kittle too. I would definitely take Kittle. I love Darren Waller. I think the you know the Niners that whole division over there is great. Um, I think the Niners have a, a resurgence this year. I don't see the Raiders being that good. I really don't. Uh, they they traded away one of their star linemen to New England, I'm pretty sure. Uh, they didn't really work on their defense a whole lot, and they signed two running backs. Well, they signed a running back when they have jo- when they have Josh Jacobs. Yeah. So I just don't see them being that great. I don't know how much it will affect Darren Waller's production because they haven't been great recently anyway and he's still done pretty good but I would still take George Kittle most definitely most definitely but uh shooting gears again if you're looking like the, my favorite part of the draft is always the later rounds like you pretty much can tell who's going to go in the first you know the higher rounds even the mid rounds but the later rounds to me the later rounds and the waiver wires where your draft is won you can get you know you can really get some good value down there alright if where what is it? Name a player that you guys think in a later round could really help you win a league. Oh shit! DJ's already answered Damian Harris. <laughs> nah, Damian uh, Harris. You think that's well? Okay. Other than Damian Harris, because I mean that. Yeah, that, I feel like he could have a great season this year. But somebody that I really think is going to have a good season. He didn't do very well last year. I ended up having him, but Henry Ruggs the third. Everybody was really uh, disappointed with him being, you know, the first wide out picked in the uh, 2020 NFL draft. But honestly, I feel like I, I feel like he's going to show a lot more progression this year, so to speak. If not him, just another wide out option here. Oh, Darnell yeah. Mooney from the Bears, boy. I love that's a that's, good that's a projected like number. It, I mean, he's going to be their number two now. So yeah. I like that one a lot. They got that is a, that's name. a look. A guy named Justin Fields gonna be throwing the ball. I like Mooney. I think that's a good. Yeah, pick. that's a very good pick, DJ. Actually, uh, with mine, okay. So I have some bias. Maddie Stafford. I hate you. You hate Maddie Stafford. I what hate do you. Mean you. Biased? I hate you. You threw five picks against the fucking Jets two seasons ago, and I swore I would never draft you again. That may change this year because you got traded to. The Rams, who has a stacked-ass offense. Stacked-ass offense. <laughs> so, he's projected, you know, mid-late round 11. I don't like getting a quarterback before, like, round 6 to 8, depending on who's there for me at that time. <laughs> so, Matt Stafford, one of the later rounds, you know, he's going to be slinging the ball. Man, he can still throw it 70, 75 yards, no problem. And he's got fucking... Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, fucking Daryl Henderson out the backfield. Like, yeah, it's crazy how good the Rams are. Like, they're, you know, their starting running back goes down for the season, and you really don't feel like they're going to probably skip a beat. Like, nobody's really that worried about it. Yeah. Maybe it's because Cam Akers, it was this projection that he would have a really be- a better season. 
But, you know, you throw Daryl Henderson in there, he's going to do just fine. Anybody you put running back on that team is going to do just fine. Uh, the main focus is obviously going to be with Robert Woods and Cooper Cup. Yeah. I mean, and then you also got Tyler Higby, Higby. as a tight end. Um, uh, they have another – They Gerald have another, Everett. Gerald er- yeah, Gerald Everett. He's the one that a lot of people are looking at this year to have a breakout season. Uh, he is less of a check down pass and more of a red zone. So he's going to get more mm-hmm. points but less touches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, for me, for me, this is the only time, everybody. Okay, listen. This is probably the only time we're going to talk about the Houston Texans in fantasy. Oh God! This is probably it. Oh God! Uh, the Houston Texans. Go ahead and give them the number one draft pick next year. All right. Please. But we're going to talk about the Houston Texans right here in fantasy. Late round pick. I already know the answer. Their starting running back is David Johnson. Injury prone David Johnson. A guy that probably doesn't even deserve to be starting over this man. All right. It's Philip Lindsay. A big Philip Lindsay fan. And his stock is drastically lower than what it was last year and the year before. Uh, I love Philip Lindsay. And and where he's at right now, I would take a risk on him in your league. Just do it. If you're listening and, and, and you've been looking for some pointers, draft Philip Lindsay because he's going to get his opportunity. That O line's not the greatest. They ranked 23rd last year. It's fine. He's he's good catching out of the backfield. Philip Lindsay, to me, is he's going to he'll be. I think by the end of the year he'll be the starting running back on that team. I don't see. I think David Johnson's washed. I don't see him being the number one. Dude, by week four he'll be the starting running back. You could you could get a starting running back. In Philip Lindsay in round thirteen or fourteen, he's you could mid thirteen. So, yeah, yeah. You, you could, and I love Philip Lindsay, man. And to see his stock fall that far makes me a little sad because I think he's extremely underrated. I love Philip Lindsay. Yeah, he's yeah. a he's a very hard runner, got good speed, he is. and he has really good lateral movement. He is, and he's good. He's he's decent catching out of the backfield. I mean, you could if he ends up getting a starting position over there, you could just insert him into your lineup. Yeah, I mean. Man was tearing up the league two seasons ago in his rookie season for Denver. Yeah. Man went undrafted, popping up 26 to 32 points every week. I understood last year when his stock took a hit because they signed Melvin Gordon. That's understandable. Melvin's going to be the number one. But when Houston signed him, I'm not too convinced that David Johnson is so much of a better back than Philip Lindsay. I, no, I'm not really close. Not. Yeah, I, I really I would start Philip over David Johnson. But that you know, it's it's Houston's fault for even giving us a discussion. It shouldn't be a discussion. They probably shouldn't have signed Philip Lindsay. They have David Johnson, but they signed him. It's whatever. Uh, if they both stay healthy, they're both going to be splitting carries. So David Johnson's not going to be relevant. Philip Lindsay's stock won't be that re- relevant. But um, if something happens to David, or, or they even decide to really cut David's playtime, uh, I could, I would. L- Philip is such a good late round. Like, I would say if you have a pick that you're looking to burn and you want to test it out, definitely try it. Yeah. If if he doesn't get drafted, you know, week three, week four, look for him in waivers. Put in early. Be like, hey, you know, I I got I got a feeling about it. Put in for him, pick him up. You know, drop somebody who hasn't been producing that much the past two three weeks. He's gonna be starting. There's mm-hmm. there's not a doubt in my mind. It's just when and how well he produces. So, in my opinion, out of all all the people we just you know, there's a few people we just listed. 
DJ had the best one. I love Darnell Mooney. I think Darnell Mooney can win your league. Hey, other than Darnell Mooney, I, I kind of have another one that I've thought of because I've read a few articles and it just hit me. I hadn't really thought about it when I'd read the questions that you'd sent me earlier, but somebody that I read about not too long ago that I really think is going to be a big product here. And I, it's somebody that our friend Alex Dor would fucking love playing for the Falcons and an LSU product, Russell Gage. With Julio okay. Jones being out, he he's I feel like he's definitely starting opposite Calvin Ridley here. Yeah. And I don't I'm glad you brought this up because I do not like I'm not big on Calvin Ridley this year. Um it's it was easier in past seasons to be big on Calvin. Uh but with that was only because Julio Jones is Dakota, gonna be one. What the shit are you doing? Uh nothing. What was that noise? That was terrifying. I thought someone was loading the gun. <laughs> you guys started talking about, about Julio being in Tennessee, so. Are you going to the problem? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, dude. I got to worry about Derrick Henry and now Julio Jones twice a season. Twice. Yeah, I mean, I mean, does it really matter? I mean, Houston's gonna, <laughs> Honestly. Houston's going to suck. Listen, Congratulations, I, you're listen, drafting the quarterback next year. I don't care if we suck. I still don't want to feel the pain of having to bend over twice a year. And have Derrick Henry run up my ass. That's okay. On to the next one, Devin. Pitter anyway, patter. Let's get at her. Anyway, like back to Calvin Ridley. I'm not too big on Calvin Ridley. He was. It was better when he was being single covered. He's like he is going to be the person that gets double covered in that offense. Now that Julio's gone, I really love Kyle Pitts. I really love Russell Gage. I'm glad DJ brought this up. Russell Gage. Could end up being a top fifteen fantasy wide receiver. He's going to get a lot of looks. Calvin's going to get doubled, rightfully so. Calvin's burned defenses the past few years because he's been having to be single covered. You take Julio out of there, it's completely different. Also, somebody that um, Atlanta uh, also picked up during free agency, Mike Davis. You guys remember Jesus Mike Christ? Davis? I was just yeah, about to okay. fucking say this. <laughs> fuck you! I go first. No, fuck <laughs> you. Fuck. I Shut gave up. you Mike Davis last year. You're welcome. Yeah, I, did that, I traded you Damian Harris. That's what that was. Yeah. I got good value because Christian McCaffrey was out. Yeah, yeah, Mike Davis put up like 23 everybody points said, four weeks. Everybody said I was stupid, and I proved everyone wrong. No, I didn't say you were stupid. I was a stupid one for taking <laughs> Damian Harris. Hey, hey shut hey, up. That's Get off my boy's head. That's, um, you know, selling high sometimes, man. Sometimes it pays off, sometimes it doesn't. I dropped Justin Jefferson on waivers last year after week three. Get fucked. Fuck myself, you know. Yeah, no. Hmm. I when when CMC went down for DJ, I knew Mike. I don't Davis, want to talk about it. I knew Mike Davis wasn't gonna like. He wasn't gonna be a stud, but I thought he'd give you some good, solid points every week. I didn't know he was gonna do that shit. I'm wondering if Mike Davis was just running hard last year and playing hard to just, you know try to make his money. Oh, he, yeah. he did really. He did really good in fantasy last year. Now, now he got the bag. He just now he's got the bag. Is he, is he gonna be as good in Atlanta? I, I'm, I'm honestly curious because if he plays like he did last year, his stock is way lower than it should be. Yeah, but I don't think a lot of people think he's gonna uh, maintain that production. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Like, yeah, he might. He might. But at the same point in time, are you gonna run as hard knowing, hey? I got a nice check in my bank account right now, and I know I'm not going to win the Super Bowl this season. Like, 
give it like 70, 80% this season, see what they can build in the offseason, and maybe we make a run for it. Because they're not, they're not beating Tampa Bay in the South. No, the South is not as the South isn't that good. Um, with Drew Brees gone, the Saints are. You know, we don't know how good the Saints are going to be yet, but a lot of people think they might win nine, ten games. I mean, um, they got famous Jameis. So, and Atlanta and Carolina, not a whole lot. Looked at looked at them. I actually like Carolina more than I like Atlanta this year. Uh, I like Carolina more than I like New Orleans. You don't have an opinion. You're a Texans fan. Well, shit, that means I know bad teams whenever I see them. <laughs> Yeah, maybe you should maybe you should give your input on that. But, but yeah, I think that's gonna do it for our first fantasy episode. These episodes aren't guys are aren't gonna be as long. Um, we're gonna preview a lot of things coming up, you know, before the season, get you draft ready. Uh, and then as obviously as the year goes on, we have actual football and production to talk about. We're gonna talk about regular football also. Um, like I said earlier in the episode, we have a couple movie reviews coming. That's gonna be a whole lot of fun. We appreciate all the support and all the questions of when the next episode is going to be. Appreciate the hell out of that. Uh, We have a lot of fun making these, and we're going to continue to do it. Uh, So with that being said, guys, uh, always keep your phone on D&D, and boys, say goodbye to the audience. All right, y'all. If we don't see you by mating season, go fuck yourself. And once again, to reiterate, fuck Bill O'Brien. Yay!